So I'd plan on doing the intro, but that was when I thought we were doing. Uh, so <laughs> um, I had like this, I had this like warm up thing in my mind going, but that's kind of all washed since we switched this up. So I was, I was ready to go. I was like, this is my I, turn. I got this, but I got you. Welcome to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast with one simple vision, build up, become strong. Hey guys, welcome back for another Strong Towers Podcast. Tom Edwards here. As always, with Mike Lara and John Ackerman. Um, and if you've been with us the last couple of weeks, we've, we've kind of done a little bit of catch-up, uh, a little bit of what the start of 2020 looks like. Um, and and uh, we kind of wanted to, to go in that direction. Um, Mike brought up a number of topics um, in those episodes um, for things that he's been thinking about and, and things that, that we've been using uh, to start our year and, and what 2020 looks like moving forward for us and our families. And, and so we just thought we'd uh, dig into some of those uh, ideas. And one of the things that Mike brought up was the difference between um, setting habits instead of setting goals. And so we wanted to, to really unpack that conversation, talk about uh, goal setting, habit formation, and, and those sorts of things, and, and why there is a, a distinction. So, Mike, why don't you jump us back into that conversation and kind of where your head was at when you brought that up? Yeah. Um, so looking back on my conversation, I had I just listened to uh, Jefferson Bethke, who's a guy that I've actually been uh, kind of leaning on towards to establish another habit in my life, and that's, uh, you know, you know reading instituting uh, a Sabbath within within my family. Um, but one of the things he brought up was in his family and what they do, and that is, that is uh, habit formation. And it really kind of sh- struck me as it was like, wow, what a what a concept to kind of like kind of turn on its head, right? We often think about, um, especially myself, goals are a way for me to accomplish things, right? I, t- I tend to put these things out there and say, hey, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds. I'm going to run a mile in X amount of time. And then once I reach achieve those goals, I'm kind of done and I, I move on to the next thing. And a great example of that would be um, both the Ragnar Relay and the um, and the uh, Stockville race that I did. I trained up for those time frames. That was my goal I was to accomplish was to finish that finish that race. But I, I left it at that. Right. And and I thought to myself, if, if my goal, if my goal had been to create a habit and my goal would have been to be <laughs> like, hey, Let's start like start running. That should be your habit. That should be your thing. Then those would have been milestones. Those would have been markers that would have gauged my my performance. And the next week I would have went back to it. Right. I would have went back to running. Um, But because I had had my mind set on a goal, it had a finish line. It had a place for me to call it a day. And so I think this year, as I look to, um, I guess, change perspective on things, that one came to mind, and that was and that was goal for me or uh, habit formation, and seeing the ways to to apply that. And one of the first things on my list, again, because it's so easy, was to go physically, right, to go to the mm-hmm. gym. And so uh, I think one of the habits that I've, especially hearing it from a, a, a good amount of the people in our in our community group, was to start trying to go to the gym more often. And I, I so far I've, I've been 
okay at that. <laughs> I've uh, I've gone. Uh, this is uh, three times this week, so I'm actually really uh, I wouldn't say proud of myself, but like, hey, woohoo! Um, <laughs> but it's been it's been working out well for me. So I don't know about you, John. Have you? I mean, we just talked a few weeks ago about this, and I'm not sure if that's something you started to try to apply to your life, or if that's something you're still kind of making the switch from from goals to to habits, or if that's something you even outlined for yourself. Yeah, it's it's a place that I'm. <sighs> I'm kind of embarrassed with how much I struggle. And this is really just kind of a very exposing conversation for me, because even as I listen to you talk about, you know, goals versus habits, you know, accomplishing things versus lifestyle change. um, I'm just, I'm realizing part of the reason why I've had to diet so many times in the last nine years is because it really has been about goal setting. Yeah. Right. I, I gain a few pounds, whether it's over the holidays or just, you know, busy season of life or the school year, or, you know, we get to take a couple of fun trips and so indulge a little bit. And, you know, all of a sudden the scale says something other than what I'd like it to say. And so now the goal is to get back to a number that I'm happy with, but there's really not been any lifestyle change because as soon as I hit that goal, or at least, you know, come reasonably close, then it's the end of that particular new lifestyle and it's the return to the old one mm-hmm. which just keeps getting me in trouble yep, yep. And, you know, and, and it starts with, that cycle right right then it, yeah then totally. you're back up to the to more goalson totally <laughs> yeah. and it's the you know it's the the dirty diaper clean diaper thing mm-hmm. right and you know i i have yet to get to that point at least in that area of you know essentially to continue the metaphor potty training myself yeah so that the diaper is no longer necessary you know yeah. to have that sort of lifestyle change and, you know, I think it's probably been the same with fitness, right? You know, just like you, I, I trained specifically for the goal of running the Ragnar and not embarrassing myself. Mm-hmm. And then once the Ragnar was completed, I ran a couple more times cause it was fun and my body could still do it, yeah, yeah. but there was no longer that motivation. Mm-hmm. And so then I didn't. And so just this last week I got out and ran a couple of times and was reminded once again of what happens when you pursue, <clears throat> pursue goals rather yeah. than lifestyle change. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, the, the big question for me is, is what happens when we accomplish that goal? You know, where do we go from there? Because we could be really great at setting goals. And so I hit my goal and then I automatically have another one in that same area lined up. Right. But to me, at some point that feels unsustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've, we've been talking about uh, running and it's a, an area that, that in particular, this goal setting thing hit me pretty hard. Once I got out of school and, uh, you know, I wasn't running competitively anymore and kind of didn't have that goal of the next race, the next performance, I was like, ah, why run, you know? But the other side of it is, well, I just ran this distance in this time. So next time I'm going to go farther or I'm going to go faster. And at some point, how do you set that bar Mm -hmm. higher, Mm -hmm. right? You're going to, to eventually get to a place where, the goal is either unrealistic or it's not even like worth setting in the first mm-hmm, place. Right. Um, and then do you just stop because you no longer have the goal? Mm-hmm. Right. And so if your habit is goal setting, then eventually it's, it's going to collapse. I feel like, yeah. yeah. You know, one of the, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about one of the analogies I heard, um, and this is pertains spiritually, um, and not so much on the physical aspect. But I was, um, I had asked somebody, and you know, we'll call it a mentor or somebody. I'd asked somebody about establishing um, a better morning routine, 
And as far as like being able to sit down and actually creating that, that, you know, that five, 10, 15, you know, half an hour, like moment with God. And, uh, the response I got back and it was very, uh, um, I I want to say like, you know, high up there where it kind of blew my mind, but they were like, well, you know, you brush your teeth every morning right? How natural is that? How that, that's your habit, right? That is a habit you continue every day. Think of praying, like brushing your teeth. It's something that you're just going to naturally start to do every day because it's, it's Mm -hmm. formed this habit. And I was like, Oh man, like I, I, I get up every morning, use the bathroom and go straight to brushing my teeth. That's just my morning routine. Yeah. And now with that in my mindset, it's been like one of those ones where I'm like, brush my teeth, spend time with God. Like that's, that's, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a formation. It's a habit that I've created and I've had to go back to as, as something that I I want to do. Right. It's something that I need in the mornings. And it's something that I look back onto myself, like, all right, what other ways can I establish those kind of habits um, that are going to end up being great for myself and Mm -hmm. both physically and spiritually. So, so I don't want to miss this opportunity, Mike, but how good are the boys at brushing their teeth. Right. And that's one of the, that's, that's, that's on me, right? Cause I have to constantly remind them to do that. And if it's not for me, then they're, they're not going to do that. Right. I mean, and that's, right. that's a great point. So, so there is like, it, it isn't a habit for them. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Brushing the teeth is not a it's natural a thing. <laughs> and so that's the piece of, of, uh, I think grace that we need to give ourselves. And a lot of times isn't there in the goal setting because when there's the goal, mm. we push, 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 yeah. push. Yeah. You know, whereas with this habit piece, chances are we're going to be bad at it at first Mm -hmm. because it's not something that we've been doing. Just like, you know, teaching your young kids that, hey, you know, brushing your teeth is something that you just need to do. Um, You know, and eventually it's going to become a habit, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be based on the repetition and the reminders and the whatever, um, you know, needs to be put in place to do that over and over again so that we get used to it, um, in order for it to become a, just a part of who we are and, and what we do. So not as, not to like throw any, any more like wrenches in this, but do you think it's easier now that we're on this path to create a habit than it is to break a habit? I'm a real bad nail biter. That's like my, that's like <laughs> one of the things that I do constantly and it's terrible. Like I, mm-hmm. I catch myself doing it all the time and, uh, you know, I've tried all the different things, uh, uh, to try to, to break that habit, but it's just something I go to. It's like a nervous reaction to things. Um, but do you think, I guess, and, and the question basically is, is it easier to form a habit or, or, or break one? Well, I think part of what we're talking about here, if we're being honest with ourselves is that in order to form a habit, you have to lose another habit. Yep. Mm, yeah. Right. Good because point. biting your nails is has become habitual because it provides you with something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, not exercising provides me with something, namely the opportunity to be more sedentary. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> sit on the couch and read a book, drink a glass of wine, you know, you know, rejoice in the fact that I'm not outside sweating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I think we kind of have to like Tom said, you know, give ourselves grace that what we're doing is simultaneously deconstructing mm. one habit mm-hmm. as we're trying to build another. Yeah. And so I think there that may be where goal setting has a place because you kind of need the carrot to dangle in front of yourself. Yeah, good point. Yeah. You know, at mm-hmm. places along the way as you're deconstructing the one and building the other. But I think that's probably why it is so challenging to turn you know, something that you've set as a goal into a sustained habit because mm-hmm. you're usually rubbing right up against something else that 
has already been a habit that you're now seeking to undo. Mm. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just remember the image and, and maybe you guys can check me on this and, and, uh, we can attribute it properly. But, um, the idea that like our habits that we currently have are, are like a, you know, eight lane super highway. And when we want to develop a new habit, you know, we're going off into the brush. Um, and the first time there is nothing there. Uh, you know, and, and we kind of make our way and it's really hard going. Right. Uh, and then time after time, we start to wear a little path. We keep going, we keep going. The path gets, you know, more and more defined um, until eventually that new pathway is itself a super highway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the, the old path is there and it's easier, you know, uh, I haven't been going to the gym. And so it's easier for me to n- keep not going to the gym than it is for me to try and get into the habit of, of hitting the gym a couple times a week. Um, you know, our brain just kind of seems to work that way. Yeah. Um, that we, we have a process there, there needs to be that repetition to develop the new train of thought and the new habits, uh, to get us where we want to go. And that, and, and that desire is what sparks those, 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 the reason to try to start a new habit. And I guess Mm -hmm. that's, that's oftentimes where I try to think about to myself, like every year I, you know, I I tend to reach back for the, for the same habits, the same goals, because it's, you know, it's very generic, like read more, uh, um, hang out with the family more, lose weight. But is there other places, I guess, like for me, like I tend to look towards, you know, we'll say the men in the room and the, and the men that I hang out with most. Um, I've used the analogy before that you're, you know, that what's that, uh, you're the sum of the five people you, you mm-hmm. spend your most time with. Um, mm-hmm. so with that in mind, where do you guys go to, where's the, where's the well, or so to say that you guys go to when thinking about, Hey, that is a habit that I want to, you know, establish in my life. Do you guys have that? Or is it a lot of times just like, man, I just want to feel better about myself and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to start running. <laughs> I think it's probably a little bit of both for me. Um, you know, there's the things that I just start to realize I want more than the other thing that I would also want. Mm-hmm. So like, you mm-hmm. know, go back to the brushing the teeth thing. You know, I rebelled against that as a kid, just like most every other kid until I got to the point that I realized I want the clean feel of the mouth mm-hmm. more than I want to not have to brush and have that nasty taste in my mouth as an adult. Yeah. Right? And so it, again, it's the breaking of the one habit to build up the new because I want the new one more. Right. Um, you know, I got in a lazy place with exercise until I got to the place where I stepped on a scale and I saw a number three weeks ago that I've never seen in my life. <laughs> I'm the heaviest I've ever been at this point. Um, you know, not astronomically so, but you know, I'd never gotten above 215 and I saw 223 on the scale and I just, I wasn't happy about it. And you know, everybody's got their number when it comes to weight and there's no point in comparing but, you know, comparative for me to where I've been in other parts of my life, it was just like, all right, I now don't want to do the things that I've been doing that got me here because I want to feel my body move the way that it usually moves more. And so I, I think there definitely was that internal piece, but I think you're also kind of limited by the scope of your imagination sometimes. And so you need you need other people's creativity. You need other people's ambition and motivation and success to sort of open up new pathways of, Oh wait, that, that could be a thing that I would like more yeah. than the thing that I'm doing. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, you know, I think it's, there's a little bit of both, um, of just things that we can realize 
are not going the way we want to in our own lives. But I think a lot of it also comes from from seeing what other people are doing and, yeah. and what other people are uh, accomplishing successfully that makes us go, hey, you know, that's something that I, that I would like to try. That, that mm-hmm. they do X better than I've been doing it. So let me try and uh, go at it the way that they're going at it. Um, yeah. And I think what's awesome about the, the time that we live in now is, you know, so many people have an Instagram or a YouTube channel or a whatever, um, you know, and that it, it, as people kind of gain, maybe not celebrity is the right word, but a little bit of notoriety for mm-hmm. a particular thing, um, it's really easy for us to go and uh, and sit under their teaching and kind of learn what they're doing and, and be able to, uh, like Mike, you always say, you know, pick up a tool from this guy and that guy and um, and add them to our own bags um, to, you know, to keep moving in that forward direction. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that, one of the tools that I never would have thought to pick up, um, you know, for the first 30 years of my life was wanting to spend time each day talking to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just, that wasn't on the radar. And if anybody would have offered it to me at any point prior, I probably would have said, nope, that just seems silly. Like, and again, apologies to anybody that spent the time because I thought it was cool, but I was just never motivated to like, you know, learn to ride a unicycle. Like that just, that wasn't on my list. It seemed like it was yeah. cool when other people did it, but you know, not my jam. And then I actually met someone not who could ride a unicycle, but who spent time with God mm-hmm. every day. And there was something so attractional about it that it made me want to develop that habit instead of perpetuating the habit that I had been enjoying of not doing that and just doing my own thing. But again, without, you know, their influence and without seeing the effect that it was having in their life, I never would have been able to add that tool to my toolbox. Yeah. And it is amazing that when you think about the whole purpose of, of challenges and these um, habits, as you kind of said it, the main focus is to is to change or to improve, right? We're looking at at two different things. We're either going to look on the to improve the current habits that we have and yeah. try to try to make those better, or try to find new ways to tweak it, or to tune it, or to you know, um, just to kind of just make it better and in in the long run. Or you want to change it, right? It's something mm-hmm. that you just want to drop and just say, hey, I'm going to replace, like we said, this habit with that habit, um, <laughs> to uh, to better the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that also, you know, looking at, like you said, John, uh, here's a person that is doing this thing that, you know, I am now finding more attractive than whatever I was doing before, um, kind of goes back to, to something we we kind of breezed past earlier. And that is um, one thing that goal setting does for us is it gives us that clear moment to celebrate. I've gotten where I want to go, um, you know, and so let me take the time to pat myself on the back, do my little happy dance and um, whatever that's going to be. Um, so how do we do that when we're trying to set these habits and we do have uh, a destination in mind, but it's not necessarily like a uh, hard, fast goal that we're setting? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like you said, I mean, there has to be celebration along the way. And I think there probably is that place for goals in the development of habits, because I think maybe the goal helps to drive the habit a step further. 
you know, the, the person that just does a great job of, you know, going out for a run every once in a while and has developed that habit. So there's, there's sort of a, you know, a, a stable, you know, theme of exercise in their life, but they need the motivation from somebody else or from themselves to maybe kick that up a notch or try something different. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and the person that has, you know, the life of faith looking a particular way, but now realizes that there's another category of spirituality that they've never before experienced. Like we were talking about, you know, really making time for rest or, mm-hmm. you know, practicing a Sabbath or, you know, engaging more in prayer or whatever the thing is, even within established habits, I think there's always room to experience new categories of that habit mm-hmm. and then just creating space for celebration along the way. And, yeah. you know, go back to the, the staple of weight loss, right? Um, you know, I'm trying to get back down to where I like to be at 200 and the needle's moving in the right direction. And I'm having to remind myself that when I see the number drop by one, that that's cause for celebration. Right, that's not right. cause for frustration. Right, right, right. Yep. It's going in the right direction, even mm-hmm. if it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. And, and so having, you know, whether it's mini goals along the way or celebrations of the development of the habit along the way, I think all of those are essential because otherwise if it's just that, you know, it's not good enough unless yeah. it's perfect. Yeah that'll kill a lot of the motivation either for the development of a lifestyle or just for the pursuit of a particular goal. Yeah. And you say, you yeah. say, you say motivation, but the thing that, that also hits me is, is, is happiness, right? Oh, yeah. We often think that I won't be happy until I reach that goal. Right. Yep. Instead of, like you said, celebrating those, 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 the path in and enjoying the fact that you're moving towards something. Um, I, I'll speak for myself. I often get caught up in the, I won't be happy until I lose this much weight. I yeah. won't be happy until until then, rather than focusing on the hey, that's that's just a uh, and I've used this plenty of times, but a milestone, a goal. Mm-hmm. My goals should be milestones, should be uh, you know benchmarks for, for yeah. improvement. Yeah, and I I go back to one of the things um, Nate Bramblett said when we were talking to him about physical challenge. Of just sometimes we need to put that measuring stick away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we need to we need to. Uh, you know, be making progress and be happy with that progress and not be constantly checking where are we at? What's the number? Um, you know, because if it is about the habit versus the goal, then we're establishing good things along the way, yeah. even if it does end up taking us longer to get to whatever, you know, that, uh, destination is yeah. that we've decided. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, because I would love for this time around, you know, with health and fitness, that when I reach the the goal that is the number, that by that point, there's no feeling of crossing the finish line, break yeah. the tape, I made it, you know, I'm going to five guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's the celebration of a goal that, you know, created a habit that now says, fantastic, mm-hmm. the number is now a byproduct of a life that I now more enjoy than the life that was previously bringing me joy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I got a question for you guys as a way to create a new habit, as a way for me to try to, uh, um, I guess create a habit about habits. Is there a way or how do you guys track Mm. habits? Do you guys just say, Hey, I want to do this and then go for it. Um, and the reason I bring that up is I remember there was a time, there's been multiple times that I've tried to, 
establish a tracker, a habit tracker or, or something along those lines, right? You know, uh, maybe I'll take a, a page from the bullet journal list out there that like to, you know, you know, write everything down and keep habits. Like I'm drinking this much water, I'm doing this, checking the boxes and, and moving on. Um, but I also think about a book, um, and I can't remember who it was by, but it talked about, um, especially for, for, for males, how oftentimes, you know, the reason we get addicted to like ga- things like video games and stuff is our desire to have like that hero mentality and wanting to, to, to accomplish the tasks along the way. Um, and he compared uh, habit formation to, to leveling it up in life. Like basically like, hey, here, you're, you're the character of your own life. What are what are the what are your traits and stuff that you have in life, and and what are ways to improve that and and, and level up? You know, level one, level two means this, level three means this. Um, improving that way. So I guess for me, um, I tend to I tend to write things down, but I don't go back to that. And so I guess for you two, especially since I I you know look at you two a lot when you guys are are taking notes and and and, and journaling. Um, do you guys have a way of establishing, for lack of a better term, a habit tracker or, or, or goal setting? Um, so uh, I am trying to actually get better at journaling um, and, and writing stuff down. And, and so one of the things that, that I've been um, really putting a lot of thought into is how do I make this habit that I'm trying to form easier to do number one mm-hmm. and more attractive to accomplish. Yeah. Um, you know, so with the, um, with journaling, um, you know, I, I actually have put some thought into, let me, let me get a decent journal. Let me get some decent mm-hmm. pens. Let me, um, you know, f- frame things a little bit differently, um, in my head so that I am, able to do the the repetition um you know because it journaling has gone real poorly for me in the past when i've tried to to do that um and uh and so i'm just trying to put some of those um even sometimes small things in place to make it a little bit easier a little bit more uh fun i guess you could say um to do that so that mentally I've got a little bit more buy-in to the thing that I say that I want to be doing. Um, you know, because let's be honest, if it's something that I, I am trying to develop a habit at and I'm not good at doing yet, any little form of resistance is going to come in and make it real hard for me to do what I say that I want to do. Yeah, as you asked that question, Mike, I'm I'm finding myself thinking that I still don't do this well, mm. um, and and I find myself it's not quite a catch twenty two, but it feels like it's close. Where, when I know that there are things that I want to become more habitual in my life, you know, I I, I remind myself, right? You know, put little reminders in my phone that ping mm-hmm. throughout the day and say, mm-hmm. you know, hey, this isn't natural for you yet, so don't forget to, blah blah blah. And this is mostly excuse. I'll preface it with that. I know it. It's mostly excuse. But I feel like I'm I'm at a place in my life right now that is just wildly unpredictable from a schedule standpoint. Mm -hmm. You know, one day does not look like the next for me. Right. Um, You know, my mornings look different one day to the next. My evenings look wildly different from one day to the next. And so I found it really hard to build new things into my schedule in a way that's replicable. Hmm. Like, okay, well, this is just my new thing at, you know, 530 in the morning. 
this is my new thing at yeah. you know seven o'clock at night this is my space to do this new thing um you know for a while there i was trying to create the habit no goal in mind necessarily but just create the habit of i want to do push-ups sit-ups and planks mm. every day mm. um just to gain strength without having to go to the gym honestly yeah. it, it was laziness and and frugality <laughs> on my part um but there was a genuine desire to build up strength right and I was doing great for probably like the first seven days. And then without any feeling of like frustration or resentment or resistance or this is stupid, I just forgot for a couple of days. Mm. Just like clean forgot that this was something I was wanting to do. Like it was a yeah. busy day. It was a hectic day. I got home. I was tired. Like I dropped my stuff. I kissed my wife, you know, grabbed something from the fridge because I hadn't eaten all day. And it was, you know, like 30 minutes before we were going to go to bed. And not once did the thought cross my mind of, you know, hey, you, you got something to do. <laughs> and, and so I've wrestled with, if I, set, if I set myself reminders, am I, like, I've just, I've noticed this about myself in 21st century society, all the things that I permit myself to not remember, mm. because there's something else that remembers it for me. Right. Yeah. I no longer remember phone numbers because my phone does it. I no longer, you know, remember appointments because thank God for Google Calendar. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, and so I'm able to shift my mental energies elsewhere. And so I find that I've sometimes hamstrung my efforts to change habits because I've not had to take ownership for remembering it. Right. You right. Know, I'm letting something else take responsibility for my life change. But then I find the times that I don't set a reminder for something and I'm like, nope, I'm going to own this. Mm. I am going to make this change. I'm going to keep it in the front of my head. I forget. <laughs> and it was like a week later, I was like, crap, I was doing push-ups there for a while and now I'm not. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and so I'm still wrestling with this tension of, you know, how do I keep things in the forefront that yeah. aren't yet natural? Mm. And I honestly, I don't know yet. I don't know what that balance is mm. for me. Mm. And, and the reason I bring up this question is because I think about my three boys. And, uh, you know, I, we'll say at a chore list or whatever, whatever it is that I'm trying to get them to accomplish, whether it's good behavior. Um, but I, I went with the old cheesy gold star chart. Here's a good gold star for every day you, you do something good. And I don't know what it is about stickers and stamps and prizes. But my boys use that as their, their marker for every day. Like, did I get a gold star? Did I do this? And so yep. I'm trying to establish what that gold star is for me, right? Um, I remember for, a long, for the longest time. Um, especially when I was in the military, I used to take dry erase markers and write down like a quote up on, on my mirror to remind me of, of a certain attitude or a certain, uh, you know, uh, thing I was trying to establish in my life. In addition to that, I remember I would write down uh, starting weight and end weight and then every weight in between there and cross it out yep. as I was going down the path. Right. Nice. And it was a visual reminder of me saying, yep. Instead of saying like, oh man, I have to, I, you know, I, I lost one pound. I lost two pounds. For me, it was a little bit different. I was saying, hey, I need this much more to go. Yep. I need this much more to go. And I don't know, I found that a little bit more motivating. Yeah. I know it was kind of good on both pound, on both ways to kind of like sometimes look at what you've lost instead yeah. of what you need to lose. Um, but my, my, my good thing I had a big, you know, vanity mirror because it was, it was full <laughs> of just different markers. At one point, as cheesy as it sounds, I think I had a picture of Mike Tyson um, you know, with some Mike Tyson quote and, you know, I had all these different, like, you know, like I said, I got Bo Jackson up there on the wall, but you know, I have all these different things in the morning and, and something about that first thing in the morning and get yep. up, walking yeah. up, brushing your teeth and seeing that, um, lately my, my go-to is Bible verses. I've been putting Bible, yep. Bible verses up on the, um, on the mirror and yeah, it looks kind of, 
uh, busy with all my dry, dry erase markers, but those are ways for me to have that daily reminder. Yep. Um, I'm not very good at journaling, and I don't oft, I often forget my journal, so I have like six of them now because there's one somewhere and one another place. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, that's why my, my, my bathroom mirror is always <laughs> is always there, right? It's yeah. something I see every single day, every single morning, every single night. So yeah. um, I don't know. That's yeah. something to, to – to to consider i think um when you're thinking about trying to establish those big pictures yeah that one was definitely successful for me i at one point i had like a tracking chart on the bathroom yeah. mirror yeah. um you know for when we were training for the ragnar you know days that i'd been running days that i was doing you know like strength building stuff and it, it really seemed to help me to have something that i had to go to so it was almost like shared responsibility like mm. i have to go to the mirror and be crossing things off or writing things down yeah but it's also there as as a reminder that's in my face. And I think part of the challenge with the whole phone reminder thing, and again, maybe I'm just not millennial enough, which honestly I'm okay with, but I try so hard to ignore my phone Yeah. that when notifications pop up on my phone, I find myself irritated rather than encouraged. Yeah. And so maybe that's just, I need to stop using that. But right now my bathroom mirror is roughly the size of your laptop <laughs> monitor. And there's just not a lot of space. Yeah. So I need to find a new thing. But Man. yeah, just the other day I was thinking about like, I need a gold star tracker thing. Yeah. yeah I need yeah. something up on a wall that I'm seeing, but that I have to go to mm -hmm. and have some sort yep. of accountability to. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it does help, right? I mean, I know you see this, John, at school still. Like in high school, kids still are all about the gold star or the stamp mm. or whatever you can, you know, stupid little thing you can put on their paper. Yep. Like, so mentally there is that sense of accomplishment, celebration. I did a good job. The work I put in was worth it. I am moving in the right direction. Um, and, and being able to have some sort of tracker that shows us that we did that. Mm -hmm. I think there's, there's a lot to say for that of, you know, don't just, and I think, again, I think this is the difference between the habit and the goal. You know, the goal is at way out there. And unless you've got these little milestone goals that you're sitting in between, at least the habit is like, okay, did I do it today? Yes or no. Right. Did I do it tomorrow? Yes or no. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's easier to track and to get those kind of those positive reinforcements more frequently mm -hmm. as we build that habit. Well, and, and to quote ourselves too, I, I think it's easier to to move forward when you can stop and look back and actually see the success of where you've come from. And I think yeah. that's another thing that I lose when I'm trying to just make it a habit mm -hmm. and have lost all sense of goal setting is I forget how often I've succeeded and instead just allow it to be defined by the failures. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the time that you did it wrong versus the 10 times you did it right and the one time you did it wrong just seems to stand out more. And so if I don't have that tracking sheet, if I don't have my gold star counter, yeah. if I don't have that record of, and that was honestly one of the things that helped me get ready for Ragnar was I could look back and I wrote down my training runs. Mm -hmm. And so the times that I was feeling like, man, I haven't done enough. I'm not ready. This is going to suck. I could look back and see five months worth mm -hmm. of runs that helped me to realize I have made a crap ton of progress. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, there is still more to go and there's more that I could do. But I have done more than I'm giving myself credit for in the moment. Yeah, yeah. and I'm glad you bring up the Ragnar because that was another one that that I found. Uh, I want to say I, I found success in that being able to accomplish the run. But the thing for me, and maybe I'm my own worst um, critic or my own worst uh, um, person at keeping myself, um, you know, held to my responsibilities. But um, you know, 
having an accountability partner, right? Like currently I'm in the middle of, of this challenge where I'm trying to lose weight. And part of my challenge, um, which I was kind of like, I don't know about this, um, is submitting my food log every day to, um, the person at my gym. And at first it was kind of like, okay, this is going to be good for me because I have, I'm going to start tracking my calories. Right. So that's the first thing I'm like, all right, that's all I need. But if it wasn't for that second step of actually being accountable and handing it all over to somebody else to see what I'm eating, um, I think I would have made some of the main choices I would have had it um, before that and would have just continued down that path. Yeah. I think even the mirror does kind of the same thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like you're holding yourself accountable. Yeah. So you're writing the stuff on the mirror, but then, you know, three days from now, you're the guy that gets to cross it off and, yeah. and see, okay, yes, I am doing the things that I said that I was going to do. Um, so there's, a, you know, there is that, uh, in the case of the mirror, like you're actually looking at the person mm-hmm. that is your accountability partner kind of um, for that. Yeah. And, and there's just, there's such value in the shared journey, you know, hard things are hard, you know, difficult things are difficult. And to do some of those things alone, I mean, that's why so often we end up not doing them. And so having that person that without, and again, I know some people are quasi motivated by, you know, shame and, you know, things like that. And it feels like that's enough in short bursts, but that's just not sustainable as a long-term strategy. But the person that can kindly, you know, sort of kick you in the pants when you need it, but also say, you know, this is hard. This isn't something that's easy that you should just be able to overcome on your own lickety split. This is hard and you're doing a good job. I don't think I'm doing a good. No, you're doing a good job. Mm. Right. And and that is the definite value of, of accountability in community. I think rather yeah. than just that that neutral third person who could honestly give a crap about you, but they're, they're being paid to challenge you or, you know, whatever the case. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I was just thinking as you were saying that Mike, that you guys could like auto schedule a text message to me every day saying, did you do your pushups? And that would honestly probably be enough to make me get out of bed or off the couch and be like, crap, I want to be able to reply. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Even though I know these jokers just auto text. So, <laughs> but you're, you're right. I mean, it, no. it's funny how much of an effect that could have. Mm. Yeah, it's true. All right, my final thought. My my, uh, I'd like to get an answer to this question. In the last, let's say, year, have you guys found success in any new formations or any new habits that you guys have created within yourself or your family? I'm gonna go with a no <laughs> for that. Um, honestly, last year was was kind of crazy, and in a lot of ways, um, small victories, it, Tom. Small victories. Well, though. Well, and so, but in a lot of ways, you know, I feel like last year, um, kind of happened to us mm. in a lot of ways instead of us happening to it. And yeah. so, uh, moving into 2020, this has definitely been an area that I've been focused on of, yeah. you know, what, uh, what kind of habits, what kind of goals, um, what kind of things do we want to have in front of us that we want to move toward, uh, so that we're taking more of, um, more ownership, more of an assertive role in what's going on. And so, um, you know, I, I would, I, I don't have a problem admitting that, that in this area last year was, um, was, was not super successful. Um, but also looking forward to learning from that and moving forward and, and in this area, having this next year be a lot better. 
I would say yes with an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, there have been new habits that I've adopted, but I feel like some of those came in part because we had a fundamental lifestyle shift mm. moving to this new house. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the asterisk. Um, mm. You know, our environment changed. And so I would say on the one hand, some things had to change with it, but by the same token, I'm now doing things with a level of joy that I did not feel, you know, when I was doing the same comparable task in my old house. Mm. So I now relish yard work. Mm. I love, and again, some of that is I get to drive a tractor and there's still enough novelty <laughs> on that that I think that may just be what's doing it. But, you know, I have exponentially more outdoor work to do and yet I have exponentially more joy in doing it. And so I find myself yeah. easily motivated to go do a thing that I rarely enjoyed doing before. Mm. Um, it's the same with some of like the, like the little... Like the little projects around the house that, you know, oftentimes in the last place I was looking at and realizing it's been six years since I said I was going to do this thing. And I still haven't, you know, replaced this doorknob or, you know, fixed what, like whatever the thing was. And I'm now far more often looking for opportunities to go do those things because I'm just, I'm finding so much more joy and satisfaction mm. from doing them. Yeah. Um, but again, it feels like there's kind of at the same time this asterisk of the circumstances have changed and that has certainly helped to drive the change in lifestyle. Um, but there's also things that just have not changed yet. You know, neither Brooke nor I are great housekeepers and that was true in our last place and it's still true in this place. Um, you know, the physical exercise thing, right? That was a problem in the last place, still a problem in this place. So there are plenty of places where the lifestyle, the habit has not changed, but I am seeing some, some growth and some progress in some of those areas. Yeah. And so I want to celebrate that, but I also recognize that the shift in surroundings certainly seems to have helped motivate mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that's good. And so, now you have to answer your own question. No. <laughs> um, so for me, I think two habits have really started. And again, it's, it's small victories, but, um, since Kellen started school, um, Dinner time, we always had conversation, and, and we've always kind of um, went back to that that highs and lows kind of question. But I think since Kellen has started school, we've been really um, diligent in asking that question on both boys every single time we have dinner. What's your high? What's your low? Um, we've added new questions. Um, you know, some have lasted, some haven't. But you know, I like to rotate a third question in there. Whether it's, you know, uh, tell me something good about your brother or what's your favorite part of the meal or, you know, nice. <laughs> you know nice. things like that. But so that's one ha one habit that I think. Um, I have a second and I'm trying to think because I just had it right now. Um, good thing I, I can edit this. <laughs> <laughs> I just had it. I wish I would have wrote it down. If I would have better journaling, I would have wrote it down. Um, I don't know. I'll figure it out later. All right. Post-production. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Um, I think this is a good spot to kind of wrap things up. I think we've um, done a great job of defining what it means to us as individuals and as a group on, on, on habits and, and using goals as milestones or, as we said, and not always needed in a positive light, but those measuring sticks that we, that we have. But I think it's important for us all to 
really establish and really identify and really define each one of those habits that we'd like to see an improvement in our life. Um, so please join us again. I'll probably at this point I'll probably put in the pre-recorded uh, spot of Tom telling us about all our social media stuff. Unless you want to hop in, Tom, and tell us what's going on on social media. No, we can go pre-recorded. That's fine. Pre-recorded sounds like a plan. Again, thank you guys. We really appreciate you guys um, listening. We appreciate. Um, I make the joke of five listeners, but I know we have more than that. And so at thank, least six. Uh, <laughs> so thank you guys again for listening. Um, we'll catch you guys on the next Strong Towers podcast. Hey guys, Tom here. If you like the conversation that we were having uh, this week on the podcast, make sure to give us a, a like or a review in your podcasting app. And we'd love for you to join in the conversation uh, beyond just uh, just what we got to talk through this week. So uh, find us on Facebook. We have a private group on Facebook now. You can uh, get to that through our website, strong-towers.com, or on Facebook you can search for We Are Strong Towers. Uh, like I said, it is a private group, so you'll need to ask uh, for us to, to let you in there just to keep it a safe space for guys to engage in, in deep conversation as we look at these topics that are uh, so important to who we are and, and uh, how we approach life. Um, follow us on social media also at strong underscore towers on Instagram and Twitter.